0: Cold Acid, could I interest you in some orbs? Man, I'm always down for orbs.
1: It's September 20th, 2023, and this is Rare Encounter, Encounter number 162, and Murdering Love, I'm Abel Kirby. And Fiddling While Rome Burns, I'm Cold Acid. Fiddle, just like caesar did fiddling fiddling or maybe the devil when he was down in georgia they never may, say yeah 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 or they, the or the or the the young boy that he encountered they, he was fiddling they never say when that story took place it could have been well Rome burned
0: it could have been but was there a georgia well Rome burned who knows
1: well you know he was just down in the georgia area he may not may not have been in georgia proper
0: or he could have been in the other Georgia, the one that's like between Europe and Asia. <laughs> He's in, There's a Georgia there, too. The devil went to that Georgia
1: looking for a soul. Could, have, could
0: have been. Yeah. Mm. So before we started the show, something something that people listening on the stream probably heard. Uh, so long as they don't, they aren't missing their high range. And people who are listening to the downloaded episode probably don't. Is I did this raising pitch sound entirely naturally? It's a, all natural,
1: baby. That was with my voice. It's called a chirp, technically, an ascending tone. Really? When you go, yeah. Actually, yeah.
0: that was a bit different than with the one that I did before.
1: Yep. Yeah, the uh, the mathematical function that creates that waveform is known as a chirp. Oh, well, so I'm uh, chirping. Like you know lyric. what else
0: chirps? You know what else chirps? Birds chirp, but birds aren't real. But despite the fact that they're not real. They still have dead aim on my fucking windshield man. Oh no it did, did it happen? man I was driving I was driving back from the office today and like <laughs> fucking dead center like right down the midline of the front windshield well that and means- it was like bam too like you heard it you heard it it wasn't the it wasn't a big spot. But fuck, like it landed, man.
1: Wow, this is right off the tail of our last episode where we discussed murdering animals by driving into them. Then it happened in real life. No, no, the the I
0: no, the bird I didn't hit the bird. Oh, the, the bird, bird dropped raid. its load. I was the victim of a bombing. <laughs> oh, oh, I bet. It was, it was a birdie bombing
1: raid. <laughs> Yes, uh the bird poo. Did you take it to so what do you do to clean your clean the robe? Do you take it to a car wash? Do you go out there with your shammy or sham wow? Wax. On, I car wash it. You car wash it? I car wash it. Hmm. Your car washing. Uh is it a sham wow? I'm I'm just curious now. No, it is a it is a shell ultimate. It is. Okay. Um <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> Turtle wax. That'll oh, help. there you go. Open that. Open oh, shit. That where'd tur- it go? Oh, it's your... Ritos. It is indeed. Aha. Right again. Mango today. Right again. Mango. I've just got some seltzer. I didn't bring any alcohol today. But wowee it has been a lot oh going god
0: cotton gin just said something in the chat that's great i wonder if the bird has its own podcast where it talks about how it successfully bombed <laughs> another human Goddamn birds birds man you can't trust them no,
1: no you can't trust them especially since they're not real they're actually government drones now we have a tree down the uh road from it's really along the sidewalk if you're walking to one of the stores and if you go under the tree it's just all bird crap. It's like a pile because the the flocking birds that come in, they come and they flock into this tree and then they flock and shit all over the place. Over and over, yeah, it's just bird. it's like a patch of bird shit that's only under this tree and it's not under any other tree.
0: Okay, when I still lived in Pickering, uh we were by we were by a a somewhat major intersection. That had big grass fields on like every corner. Uh, great of tracks it. of land. Uh, and every summer, it would be impossible to walk down any of the sidewalks without stepping in whole fucking bundles of goose shit. Ah, the goose, the little the goose. The fucking worms. geese. They, they would stand around, eat all the grass. Fucking stop traffic and just like walk through the intersection without giving a single fuck, and then shit all over the sidewalks.
1: Yeah, they leave those uh, little green goose goose worms everywhere. Disgusting. They ain't little.
0: They ain't little, man. These things, fucking these these fucking things, these geese shit, man. You can fucking uh, you can fucking
1: fill a crater with them. I think that they're a little bigger than a than maybe one of the skinny Cheetos. Like a flame and hot, like, they're skinnier. They're bigger than a flaming hot Cheeto. I've seen
0: I've seen goose shit that put shotgun shells to shame. Wow, what kind? These
1: of... are big fucking shits. They, that goose must have like a diesel rear end. <laughs> it's dropping like twelve gauge, you know? Yeah, fucking like fucking like you could go hunting with the shit. Wow, that is fantastic. Uh, I, I'm afraid to ask what you do for fun in Canada. Uh, well,
0: well, loading our, loading our shotguns that we're not allowed to have with goose shit that we don't want to touch (laughs) is not one of our pastimes up here. Oh, man.
1: Hockey, on the other hand, is. Ooh, yes, indeed. Hey, there's been some, some hockey news, some sports news. Uh, I was going to recap just because there's some interesting happenings going on. Mind oh, yeah? might if I do that we don't do a lot of sports talk on here every once in a while I bring it in um I I was sure, actually let's it's time for sports sport puck on rare encounter all right <laughs> let me get my actual jingles going all right uh, I, I was actually gonna mention the C in the CFL the Argos are doing pretty well they're doing like 11 to one the best in the league right now 11 wins um yeah. the the team right behind him though is Winnipeg blue bombers uh I think they've They've played more games, but they've they've lost more in a way that the that they're uh, technically behind. But uh, the Grey Cup last year was the Argos and the Bombers, and they beat them twenty four to twenty three. It was a fantastic game. I've mentioned on the show before, but uh, kind of interesting to see this play out again. But uh, I catch CFL whenever it's on CFL Plus. Are you aware, by the way, Cold? What CFL Plus is? No, I know I'm not. I must not have mentioned it before. It's a way for people outside of um, the the Canadian market to watch some or all of the CFL games for free. So on their website, you can go and if you're coming from a USA IP address that's not uh, a VPN on their on their backlist, then you can watch any game that's not being broadcast on. I think it's CBS. And one of the problems is they broadcast it on CBS. I don't know where the hell. It's not on my CBS channel. But if it's not broadcast somewhere in, in the U.S. on CBS, then you can watch the whole game. Uninterrupted, no commercials. Well, it, they bring up the bumper during the commercials. But uh, it's a fantastic stream. And uh, if you're outside of the U.S., anywhere else, you can watch every game. Uh, so And you don't have to pay for it, which is great. Pretty nice, yeah. Yeah, I think
0: you need uh, a- I, have, I have to say, have to say uh, that like every time you bring up football—
1: our football's better than your football. Oh, man. The NFL is such crap right now. No one has fun in it. There's people – there was a guy um, who just died at uh it was a Patriots fan, got punched by a Dolphins fan at a game. I believe it was at Gillette Stadium. And it was like a season ticket holder who was just going out starting fights, it sounded like. And then some guy punched him in the face. He fell, like hit his head, and then he died. And everyone is like so uptight at these, these – in that league, it's absolutely miserable.
0: Okay, like, well, you want, you want to know something? Like that? That's that's how that's how like kids' league hockey is up here. Except that instead of fans, you you just replace fans with parents, and it's the same sort of thing
1: going on in Canada. Who wants to be upset all the time? Why why can't we watch sport for sport? You know, and so I'm a I'm a bigger fan of the XFL. I I can, I promote that every chance that I get. Uh, CFL is fun too. Uh, not not much a big fan of the, the college games or, or anything. But um, I also watch hockey, and I'm getting excited about hockey. But the Blue Jackets, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but they picked up Michael Babcock, uh, the Blue Jackets being my local team. Um, and he was the former coach of uh, the Leafs. Uh-huh. And so, anyway, they had some signs on the road in columbus um like billboard signs that said welcome babcock and everything and, and that's b-a-b-c-o-c-k it's uh, um and anyway he he was um around for a while they didn't really play any. they hired him as a head coach to replace or a coach i guess i don't know if uh what the, what the real title was anyway he resigned the other day and the yeah, nhlpa I, I read about
0: this on the radio
1: yeah the nhlpa is investigating him and he walked out and he resigned he said i'm not doing this and he left and do you know what he did they say on the radio what the uh the controversy was apparently
0: he was he was trying to look at people's cell phones and their social media
1: yeah he was he was telling all the players he needs to look through all i guess as an exercise to getting to know them he wanted to pick up their phone and go through all their photos and i don't know what kind of world you come from where you think an adult like uh who has rights you know is gonna give that up i mean uh i wouldn't if my boss asked me to go through my phone i'd be like fuck no it's my private shit man you have no right to that and and i think the same thing for a sports team so i think this, this right is one of the complain. reasons
0: this is one of the reasons why even though i could get uh i could get like my internet connection uh, upgraded to fiber and paid for. I'm not getting that done here because you know I don't want I don't want my employer being the one who pays for it because then that gives them at least some sort of moral access to it that I don't want to provide. Yeah, you don't want them what work. I do at home. I do at home and fuck everyone else, right? Like you, you don't want them to have leverage over you either. Yeah, I, I understand that. exactly. Right, and especially given like where i work is a very very lefty kind of place like they were they were sending out like the there is no hate here sort of shit today because of the uh million parent march for kids oh yeah i've heard about that yeah and me if i was if i was out there i'd be with the parents i wouldn't be i wouldn't be with my coworkers.
1: yeah i know it's it's frustrating fortunately i got to dodge some of that um politics by choice of career um the the one that i'm in is definitely more i won't say that it's right um uniformly but there's there's you have to be a little bit um a little bit of a libertarian your your,
0: yeah your industry is built on reality not feels
1: yeah, you, you have to get the right answer because you know the thing doesn't work if you don't get the right answer. And the second part is you have to at least be a little bit skeptical to do the job, right? You, you have to be comfortable walking into a dark room without a flashlight, metaphorically speaking, because you're walking into, oh, we've got a design problem. No one solved it. We're going to try some things, see what happens. And if you're not comfortable thinking, uh, uh, sort of taking your um, your destiny in your own hands, uh, in the way that, you know, being skeptical of politics sometimes makes you have to yeah. do it. It
0: used to be that way in software development, and I think a lot of the a lot of things with, like, bloated, half-broken bullshit that we have on the computers these days uh, might actually owe quite a bit to the shift from reality to feels uh, among software developers, yeah. as you can see on the socials.
1: Yeah, everyone wants to be, uh, I, you know, Elon was pushing and, you know, I'm not a bit Elon fan personally. I don't, I don't like the guy. I, uh, but he did some things that I, I thought were interesting when he took over Twitter and I've been hearing a little bit of the coverage from, um, this, uh, this book that's out, uh, whatever you want to think about the book. I've enjoyed Walter Isaacson's um, interviews on various podcasts. He's out promoting the thing and telling stories from it. uh, What he was talking about is when he went to take over Twitter, he brought some people from uh, Tesla and they went to the employee Slack channel and they just went through it and they were looking and they were trying to grade people based on if they were, if they ever said anything that was kind of negative about him. He was like, I don't care. Get rid of him. Uh, He was very hardball in a way that you you wouldn't expect in uh in some of these uh very very in touch with their feelings kind of uh management styles well i mean if you think about it like here here's a company
0: that you just bought for 44 billion dollars it has been a it's been a money sink since it was founded like over a decade ago like even if even if like Everybody loved me. I would still be going through with a fucking hatchet, you know. Yep, and
1: he—they cut a lot of people from that, and there was—I didn't clip it uh, last week, but I was listening to—I um, think it was Lex Friedman interviewing him of all of all people, and it—it it was a great interview because Lex shut up for a lot of it. And he was talking about being hardcore, and we we only want people who are going to be hardcore here. And if you want to have, um, you know, uh, rooms where you can go in because uh, you feel bad today, or you know, uh, you can't take the heat, uh, you you don't belong in this company anymore. Yeah, you go can't find take the job. heat.
0: Stay out of the fucking kitchen, right? Yeah, be hardcore. I mean, like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that. Uh, I'm not gonna say, for example, that like if I'm. I'm going to I'm going to fire people just because just because they're all about feelings. But it's going to be like, you know, if people if people are there and they're not fucking delivering, right? I'm not asking people to be like sleeping under their desks and something. But when they're in the office and I'm paying them, they got to be doing their actual work instead of fucking, you know, sobbing about this and that and like, you know, just not actually doing their job, but, like, fucking just, you know, wanking on the internet. Mm. Soup points out in the chat that people who do deliver get axed all the time. And you know what? That sucks. Because a lot of the time, the people who don't deliver aren't being axed because because somebody is afraid that if they do get axed, they're going to become some sort of... uh, They're going to become some sort of... A liability because oh I I was fired because they don't like me anymore and so I should get rehired at like twice what I was getting paid. Please judge, make the make them give me my job back or at least give me like several million dollars. That that's the problem. They they fire the people who are who are least likely to cause further problems and just hope that the hope that the problematic people. Uh, wander away at some point on their own, and this—I mean, maybe maybe this is what I'm seeing because, like, I've seen way too many unionized uh, places, not necessarily working at them, but I mean, a lot of a lot of union job sort of thing. Uh, in my family, I've heard a lot of horror stories uh, from certain relatives about uh, about this sort of shit, and yeah, it's like. I think I think the the whole like the when unions were allowed into offices and not just like fucking factories and warehouses and uh, and trucks. I think that it was a huge shift for failure in the Western world. Mm. But anyway, we're getting
1: too political. <laughs> we are. Uh, I yeah, we are. Maybe I should shut up. I was going to say something else, but uh, we could move on to. Another topic, ironically, I had one about the uh, post mail carriers, the mail carriers uh, getting pay cuts uh, from an algorithm, which uh, I almost don't want to do now. I feel like we've we've treaded into the water too much, but uh, maybe we'll do that next week. The story was about um, rural mail carriers getting uh, getting pay cuts based on a new algorithm, which was going to fairly decide, and it turns out you know it's all bullshit. It doesn't fairly decide. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Anyway, um, sport puck, yeah, um, how'd we get to unions? We started on, uh, we started on sport puck. Oh, well, moving on. (laughs) Yeah, sports, man, fucking sports. Fucking sports, man, somehow we got there. Um. All right, you had
0: something, you had something that caught my attention, and with me talking about bird shit earlier, uh,
1: how about, how about shitting in a bird? Shitting in a bird? (laughs) This is bring this up. All right. I'm hesitating because I'm not sure if this story is true or not. I think it might be fake, uh, but I saw this. Float it's still funny. By, I saw this float by on 4chan, and there's just a thread about. It was about a certain celebrity. I don't know if it's true. so I don't even want to say his name. Just crapping his pants on a plane on a on a Delta airline flight. And it just tickled me the right way because they had like photos of this disgusting seat inside a Delta flight. Uh, There's supposedly poo all over the aisle. And then they had him being wheeled out. And I've since what I thought. I looked at this picture. They're wheeling him out on a luggage cart. But it wasn't. It's just one of those skinny, uh, it's a skinny airplane uh, wheelchair, but geez, wow, imagine just crapping your pants right in the middle of a flight. They had to divert a flight, uh, divert to a different airport, allegedly, to, uh, to deboard everyone and clean the plane. Ugh.
0: Yeah, I'm not seeing anything about this doing a doing a web search. So no, I think it's. I'm a, gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go on a limb and say yeah, this is probably false. So I think I, I couldn't fake find anything. news. Here.
1: I thought it was so funny though that I put it in here anyway. Uh, it, I also wanted to bring up the discussion of diarrhea on a plane. Uh, I'd rather have snakes. <laughs> snakes. Now, uh, I've. I usually take precautions when I'm going to fly to make sure I'm not going to be uh, using that airplane bathroom too much. Uh, so you're, you know, watching that. Yeah, you want to f- uh, you want to fly the friendly skies, not the shitty ones. No, don't fly the shitty skies. But I don't know. I guess some people do get the memo. I, I wonder what you do. You eat sushi before you fly, or uh, you could have a bunch of um, <laughs> chips and gravy. Uh, <laughs> eat way too much yogurt. Way too much yogurt. Yeah, a lot of a lot of dairy products will do that. You don't want to do that on, right before you fly.
0: Pick uh, the... pretty much anything anything that would cause you stomach upset, uh, especially for people who have uh, irritable bowel syndrome, because a uh, stomach upset often turns into like hour long uh, visits to the can.
1: Ugh, hour long. That's too
0: long. That's well. Part of, part of it isn't isn't like. You're still
1: shitting, but your ass is twitching like you are. It's longer than an episode of Farscape. I can't do that. Sorry. Too long in the bathroom. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah,
0: it's like it's like yeah, I am I mean, I've had days where where I was unable to work because I just like was constantly going between chair and can. Mm. Did I tell you about those
1: counterfeit It's not nugs? fun. I told it's you about not the, fucking fun. I told you about those counterfeit nugs I got at LAX, right? That I gave, don't remember yeah, this. Tell me it again. No, I got really sick. I got food poisoning. I got counterfeit nugs at the counterfeit uh, airport. Counterfeit nugs. Counterfeit nugs. And um, you could tell it's a little hard now. I don't even know what Burger King nuggets look like these days, but they used to be like these long mm, kind of finger-shaped things. I don't know, that's the yeah. best way. Like chicken fingers, more like that. Uh, not wings, but, you know, they they look like um, big orange peanuts, like long orange peanuts. It sounds so terrible when I say that. But it does. anyway, so they had a distinct shape. And then if you went to Wendy's, you could get, you know, they had a distinct shape. And the, back when they had that, um, you'd get a biggie size and a yellow, um, <laughs> yellow paper sleeve. And McDonald's had the famous thing. Like they had the boot shape. They had a the couple different shapes. And anyway... I went to Burger King, and this was a time when Burger King had a distinct nugget shape. And it was weird because I ordered, like, I only had, like, two or three bucks in my pocket. And back then, you could buy something at, at, uh, at a store, let alone an airport store for that. And I got, like, a four-piece or a, a six-piece or whatever, you know, whatever you got off the menu. And I, I looked at them, and I said, these look like McDonald's nugs. These look Uh-oh. like these look like they're McDonald's nugs, and I got up from the Burger King counter, and uh, oh well, I'm I'm hungry, and I started eating them, and they were kind of like juicy. And, oh God, yeah, and I was like, I don't know, these okay, I've had bad fast food before, but you know, it never made me sick. It just kind of went went uh, uneasy, and man, I was I started tripping. I was on the plane, and all the colors started changing, like I was closing one eye and opening the other, and noticing that all the blues were different shades of blue. You were having an acid trip on I was, nugs. I was, what the fuck? I, I was having some visual like hallucinations from these nugs, dog. And then the next couple days, it's like I called out of work. I was sick for the most of the week. and I was just dying. I was laying on my stomach all day long, uh, hopping on the can, hopping off the can. I'm eating oats and rice and uh, bananas. And that's all I had and to- and toast with no butter. Yeah, it took it took like 2 days for the worst of it to pass. It was absolutely terrible.
0: Yeah, something like that too. You know, you know it's good when you've got uh, when you've got food poisoning. Uh if you can get natural charcoal briquettes, not the not the fake ones that are like fucking 50% glue, okay? Right? But like actual real charcoal, like chunks of charcoal. And <laughs> Uh, you grind it up and you eat that.
1: Mm, not not quick start, I assume.
0: No, no, it has to be ac- <laughs> It has to be real charcoal. Uh, the briquettes, yeah. Forget what I said briquettes. The briquettes are fake shit. It may. It's like glue holding together charcoal dust, right? You want you want proper charcoal because the 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 carbon in the charcoal will fucking. Suck the shit up, right, and then you shit it out. Oh wow, I've never heard this tip before. Yeah, um, like it's it's actually kind of well known in uh, in certain circles that uh, that charcoal is is a good way. It it's not a cure for anything, right? But it uh, it helps it helps absorb the bad shit, so that way. That way it's less likely that your intestines are going to absorb it and make mm. you worse.
1: Interesting. No, I nothing bad happened until about uh 6 or 7 hours after so, you know. I wasn't feeling a little late, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't feeling wonky until uh, much much later on. It, it but, was a
0: delayed high.
1: Yeah. The um Serpent in the chat post pointed out that we had a previous episode on Nugs called Tripping on Nugs. Wow. Wow, that, that could be that yeah, that could be that could be it. Encounter ninety seven. I bet I bet I told the story on that one too. Well, there you go. I told it twice. Well, that's good.
0: It's a, it's a good story. I mean, it's it's a sucky situation, but it's a hell of a tale to tell. Uh, Cold Acid, could I interest you in some orbs? Man, I'm always down for orbs. <laughs> some two billion dollar orbs. The future that's of a- music. That is an expensive orb.
1: Those orbs, uh, you can invest in these orbs. You know, there's a lot of problems with the money. It's hard to keep a savings account when it inflates faster. The money inflates faster than the savings returns. You have to go into riskier and riskier investments. And so we were basically destined to arrive here eventually. The best place you can put your money right now is an orb. Awesome. (laughs)
0: Fuck the banks. I'm putting all my money in orbs.
1: (laughs) No, I'm I'm joking. I'm talking about uh, this big orb, the two billion dollar orb that I've been referring to. Is the uh, the sphere in Las Vegas? Have you seen that?
0: No, I, I'm just looking at this this Rolling Stone article that
1: you that you <laughs> sent. Uh, the it doesn't. You don't have to read the Rolling Stone article. There's dozens of articles by, you know, every publication has covered this. Hold
0: on, article. what the fuck? Hold on. This says 366 foot tall. But five hundred sixteen foot wide? That's not an orb. An orb is an orb is spherical. That they call it a sphere. That's not. That can't be a sphere. A sphere. All points on a sphere have the same distance to the center as any other point. This is this
1: is lies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a um, uh, it's. The the 3D version of a circular segment. I don't know what that's called, but the reason it's shorter than it is wide is because it is not truly a sphere; it's truncated, so it doesn't meet the Earth. It doesn't meet the Earth at a single point. It meets the Earth um, two thirds of the way through its height. Well, they
0: better have at least dug out the Earth uh, properly so that it
1: is spherical below the level of land spherical cap is what i was looking for a spherical cap that's the name i of want it the to be a perfect shape. sphere god damn it <laughs> well it's called the sphere but it's actually a spherical cap and they put this big stupid thing for people who don't know i guess it, you might have missed the story they built it in the middle of las vegas and it's one of these new giant uh displays and they'll they do concerts and stuff i guess the inside the sphere It's kind of weird. It's like they never read.
0: It'd be kind of difficult to do it on like the top or the side of it.
1: Well, they the whole exterior is just a big video screen. It's actually an array of small video screens, but it looks like a big video screen if you're standing far enough away. And they display stuff on it like they make it look like the moon or they make it look like Mars. They make it look like an eyeball. That's pretty. They make it say hello, world. Yep. I am a little disappointed, actually, at the uh, the creativity. I don't think that they've they've really captured what's possible with the sphere. Um, and what I wanted to talk about was basically that we have a new kind of video format. So before we had, you know, there's uh, you know regular traditional video, rectangular videos, and uh, planetariums. I I feel like we've we must have talked about this at one point i've mentioned planetariums have um different kinds of things besides looking at simulations of stars overhead you can also play movies on the dome of a planetarium usually there's a projector that can that can do that sort of thing and can
0: also do laser shows with uh with 70s rock music playing Mm.
1: and so there's a whole class of shows where the planetarium doesn't produce any of these shows usually they go to a One of the vendors where they buy, you know, oh, here's the African rainforest, uh, half dome footage or whatever, but, and you can buy the show with the narration and basically you're screening stuff that was created for planetariums. There's also an open source planetarium, um, library where you can get, um, you know, like crappy shows made by people, uh, in, you know, blender with bad rendering and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, the the kind of categories for video extend all the way to full dome, which is the largest resolution that you can get for... It's not, not resolution, but it's like the largest, most crazy form factor that you can get for, for video. Like, if you're going to shoot a movie and you shoot it in full dome, it's like you're serious business. Okay? Yeah. And what I was thinking about was this sphere really we have a new format for video, which is full sphere. So you could. So what, what So what you're saying, what you're
0: saying is uh, rather than pretending to be a planet or a satellite, we should, we should use it to be more like a, be more like a mirror of the entire universe. Well, I think you
1: should, you could film a documentary in full sphere and then print it on the sphere, play it there. That Sh- would actually be, pretty cool but imagine
0: imagine the sort of sound system you'd need for that well i don't know
1: there's silent movies you, you could do a silent sphere silent sphere i guess you could that's my favorite arcade game <laughs> silent sphere but uh, i just want to see more creativity i mean i see eyeball okay what are they what else are they gonna do a marble like we, these guys have no creativity uh, the marble with- wouldn't. Re- the marble wouldn't really
0: work unless they have like a whole array of cameras around the entire thing as well, so that way you could get that glass effect going,
1: where you can kind of see what's on the other side. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm just hugely disappointed. Um, putting, I can tell. Putting some basic bit shit up there. Like, oh well, we got the Earth. You know. Okay. You Man, just did the um, first we, we thing. We already
0: got the fucking Earth. We already got... We're, we're on the Earth all the fucking time. Why are you showing us this? Why? Yeah, show us... Show us, like, the fucking... Yeah, the... Project the entire fucking universe on, on the sphere so that it's, like... It's like a mirror. Like, make it... Make it so that, like... It is as if... Like, how the entire universe is shining its light on that point of the earth at all times, right? <laughs> so as as the planets rotating around the sun and, and spinning around its own axis, like you can see you can see like the movement of the entire universe on this thing.
1: That would be pretty fucking cool. That, that, that would be um a good technical achievement i'm talking about the artistry not just the representation of things i'm like the most obvious thing that you could do it's like well oh it's a sphere well what should we do hey let's like a let's make a movie called cube and we'll put it in full sphere and then we'll project a cube on the sphere right how about how about there's, this there's nothing about like that we build
0: how about we build a cn tower sized wizard next to it
1: to ponder the orb to ponder the sphere exactly you see they couldn't do that they won't turn it into a big titty okay do you know why because why vegas is safe and friendly now fuck that bring back the mob this basically should be a big titty or or okay i'm not gonna be sexist it could be a big nut it could be yeah but who
0: wants to look at a lone testicle Give it a give it a partner in that case. We
1: need two spheres. Well, soon there will be another sphere because uh, according to this stupid article, they're looking at building one in New York.
0: Yeah, that's too far away to be like the
1: left nut to this one's right nut. That's the big – it's a big – it's a long baseline, OK? That's what I'm trying to say. We need a big sack for the – a huge the, uh, sack, a fucking need, planetary sack. It's more like an AC duct at this point, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Yeah, they want to build another one. So um, I guess this sphere shit has been spinning for a while. They, they talk about IMAX. Or <laughs> the sphere shit. Get it? Okay, I didn't even need to say that. It's been spinning. But yeah, I, it's just, there's so many things you could do with the sphere and they're not doing any of the good ones. They suck then. Yeah. They're terrible. Okay. Um, what do you want to do? You want to do your clips? You want to do, um, Yeah,
0: Yeah. So yeah, I forget who, I forget who sent this to me and I forget if it was on IRC or if it was like to, to Fetty, but I was sent this video, uh, about an Australian, who went to Canada and visited Canadian Tire.
1: Okay, you want me to play some clips? Play some clips. So okay. Now just for context, right before the show, Cold had sent me this video and he said, Hey, can you make some clips of this? And I asked him what he wanted to clip, and he said, Just make some clips, it'll be obvious. So I made some clips. So I don't fucking know what we're doing. I'm just playing clips, okay? Here we go. Here's here's the first clip.
2: Don't tell me right ties of not. We're free balling. Here we go. Uh, from the top. Drink thing. But I'm telling you right now, the ties have nothing in common at all with spices! There you go! That's your <laughs> clip. I, I thought you said you made 15 clips. That's I, just one. I did! you want to hear another one? Yeah! Drink thing. Like, which is great. But, like, no, no coffee cake. No coffee cake. No coffee cake. No, no. Why would you have coffee cake at Tim Hortons? Oh. What is it with Canadians and tartan? Bunch of balloons. Bunch of balloons? I and tur- gotten, I think he called you balloons. a balloon. Had the tribe poo team. And, like, of course it's amazing. Mate, it's chips and gravy. And, like, you guys have just smashed huge chunks of cheese on it. They're not... It's, it's,
0: it's curds. It's curds. It's not like we're smashing cheese into it. It's not like we have some sort of, you know, fucking, like, uh... A large hadron collider of <laughs> fries and gravy.
1: <laughs> no, I I caught that too. They are definitely curds c- because I make poutine. By the way, they we could make a pretty mean poutine down here in the states. By the way,
0: yeah, but if you're not using if you're not using curds from like Quebec's eastern
1: townships, you're not doing it. You're not doing it authentically. Oh uh, yeah, but we get some pretty good curds in the U.S. Uh, you got to be in the right. Area to get them, but they're there. Let's play another
2: clip. This stuff is called Nido. Alright, that's Nido. Okay. Nido? I've never seen Nido. Written in French! Frank is on a roll! Uh huh. These fucking French. Aren't they great? Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, they're super gross. Uh huh. So,
1: but by, now- by the time I was, what am I, six or seven clips in, I was like, okay, what am I doing here? I just was clipping everything because I had no idea what you wanted. But could it be this is the one you wanted? Like, those
2: aren't tires. They aren't even in the same product category. Is that what you wanted? That sounds like Canadian tire all right. <laughs> yes. There's actual automotive related products in the store. <laughs> oh, Canada, only you. Billy, guys like the tartan. And we're now. Mm. Yeah, he he was pointing out also, yeah,
0: um, of course, we have, in Canadian Tire, we have hockey
1: sticks. Uh Uh-huh. You know what else you had? I mean, where else would you have them? You also had Cheese Mouse. Look at this Cheese Cheese Mouse.
2: Amazing. Yes, the Cheese Mouse. The Cheese Mouse. Yeah. And he had, uh, uh, Pokemon cards? I found a toy shop, so, like, mates of mine, you know, got, like, Pokemon cards and blind bags and things. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Pokemon cards, magic cards,
1: all the cards you can think of. Yep, I would just want to hear Cheese Mouse again. I, I hear people in chat
2: wanted to hear that. Look at this Cheese Mouse, A- amazing! <laughs> <laughs> Look at this Cheese Mouse. Hey, cold yeah,
0: yeah, I live here in
1: Canada, and I've yet to see the Cheese Mouse. You, so you don't know. I thought this Cheese Mouse was something you might know about. You could put the Cheese Mouse in the sphere. And it would be better Wait. than the
2: shows that they have uh, in Vegas. Let's play another one. Uh, just taking into small cultural differences like drive-through ATMs. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have those. You have those in the states too, don't you?
2: Oh yeah, we have the drive-through
1: ATMs. And we also have the drive-throughs uh, that uh, are the manual teller machines with the pneumatic tubes. Ooh, that's cool. We don't have those here. Oh no, pneumatic we
0: tubes. We don't. E- we don't even. You down in the states, you've got fucking like. Drive-through liquor stores.
1: Oh yeah, we got, um, which is pretty cool. Drive-through. Um, it's actually drive-through beer stores here. We don't have a drive-through liquor store in town, but uh-huh. we have a drive-through beer store for sure. And uh, they sell stuff that's kind of liquor-y, but it's not. You know, you can't get hard, uh-huh. hard liquor there. Uh, but you can also get. How, you know, how
0: do how they load it? How do they load it though? I mean, it's it's kind of difficult to put a two-four through like the driver's side window. That's what they do seriously they just fucking like they pass it through the window
1: dog and shit you roll up and you say i want uh 24 tall boys a miller High Life or whatever and a frozen pizza and they go out and pick it for you and then they pass it they charge your credit card and they pass it through the window
0: shit man like, it's, it, some, it's difficult just getting like fucking uh for for like burger meals in the drive-thru right Passing a whole fucking two four.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. You actually drive into the building, so it's not like a drive-through. It's more like a car wash, except they throw like beer, beer and snack foods at you, uh, and the, and the, they charge you money for them. You know, we used to have, uh, at, we used to have this chain of
0: grocery stores up here called Dominion, right? Okay. And at at Dominion, at least at like certain ones, you could do you could do all your shopping. And they would load it into baskets, and then you would drive your car up, uh, and you'd have your receipt, right? And there'd be a number on the receipt that would match the uh, match, like a, a number taped to the baskets. And they would they would like load it all
1: into your trunk for you. Mm. You know,
0: they weren't they weren't passing you baskets of
1: food through your fucking windows. Who owned um, Dominion? Was that Arcturus Minsk? Just asking? Uh, the Great Atlantic and Pacific Company. Okay, different guy. Okay. A&P. Someone out there might get that joke. All right. We've had... I've had a bunch of weird grocery stores in my life. We used to have a grocery store called Purity when I uh, was growing Purity. up. Purity. It was called Purity. And then they changed that to Victory. And this is a New England <laughs> set of chains. Um, Victory Supermarkets. Then I think it turned into Stop and Shop. Victory was such a good one. I, I did like... Uh, I did like the victory iteration of that. Then we had uh, the Stop and Shop. There's Shaw's. But if you really wanted to get the, the best food, you had to go to Market Basket. That's the uh, Arthur run by Arthur T. DeMoulis uh, for a long time. They, they actually had a – speaking of protests, some time ago, Market Basket actually um, had a big workers' strike because Arthur – T Demoulis was cut out of the um, cut out of the company, and Arthur S Demoulis, his cousin, w- owned the majority share. And so they and they were just really pissed off because they didn't like the guy, and everyone liked RDT. So there, there was a whole there was like protest songs, and it was a whole thing. You had to go to Shaws; wow. you couldn't go to Market Basket, uh, Colorado. That is
0: that is that is some sort of like you know family loyalty thing. It sounds like.
1: Yeah, it's for R- nice. RDT, not RDS. And yeah. uh, let's see, out west we got the. There's all kinds of supermarkets all over the place, but I I used to go to a King Supers, which is in the Kroger kind of crime family. It's it's very Globo homo kind of marketing. Like every time you walk inside, they always have these. If you if you subscribe to um, to certain things on like twitter or no agenda social you'll see people posting examples of like this gross marketing that's super hyper corporate and it's that's what you're blasted with all over the place uh when you get inside it's just really gross so we try uh i try to avoid some of those we do have a locally owned supermarket that i go to uh it's it's just a guy's name right but he has a butcher shop and he has all the stuff you need and it's a fantastic place to go that sounds um, nice. Yeah, great meat cuts um, and no bullshit. And It is like in in a gas station, but it's gotten so big; it's bigger than the gas station. So it's a very interesting setup they've got. This so
0: so it's more like it's more like a it's more like a uh,
1: butcher and supermarket with gas. It is like a butcher and supermarket with gas station attached. It is fantastic. Nice. A uh, lot of lot of steaks. You can get steak, brisket. Um, you can order your meat ahead of time, and they'll have it packed and ready for you, and you just Ooh. pick it up. Yep, and they'll cut it for you. That sounds good. Yeah, fantastic. Do 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 do. All right. Now
0: we. I've i still got a I still got a couple of topics to go through, but how about we take a break from all of that and we run down we run down our uh, our donations for this episode, followed by the podcast list.
1: Okay, you want to start with the uh, boostergram because I think that was trivial.
0: Yeah, yeah, we got uh well, did we get any boostergrams during the show or Nope. We got nope. one. Oh, that we got sucks. one by
1: anonymous and I happen to know who anonymous is. And yeah, I, so <laughs> that that's
0: first of all, the first boostergram uh since last show. That was anonymous.
1: I, I uh, <laughs> I happen to know who the anonymous is. I happen to know that they were just testing anonymous something. Kirby. <laughs> that they were just yeah. testing whether their app was working. So, yeah, uh, the answer is actually it didn't work because it didn't come through on Ooh. my end. So let's that get sucks. that. I I didn't want to even credit that, but uh, I guess it's in there. But we
0: actually got we actually got uh, three hundred thirty three sets from Mud Pig uh who sent it in sunday afternoon he says uh, oh pass the bottle y'all making me thirsty yeah you're gonna have to read these my node went down i i lost power and my node went yeah down. well i got i got these nice mud pig. and there was that there was there was you anonymous right and we got through paypal thirty four thirty four usd from none other than serpent who says sup nerds Here's some money for my early birthday. Keep up the exquisite abomination. (laughs) Thanks, Serpent, and happy birthday. Happy birthday, Serpent. I hope you're enjoying this as much as
1: we are. (laughs) I'll give you one of those, too. Though we appreciate that, uh, that donation. And also, Mud Pig. Who's Mud Pig? I don't know who Mud Pig is, but thank you for the donation, Mud Pig. Okay. Um, I think that makes Serpent the uh, executive producer for the episode. It
0: does indeed make him the executive producer, uh, because no matter how many sats we've been sent, nobody has sent like $30 worth of sats in a single donation yet.
1: Mm. No, it's uh, it's much appreciated. We love seeing Serpent. Uh, he's in the chat all the time. If you want to talk to Serpent, you got to go to rareencounter.net and uh, get in our IRC channel. There's uh, There's a chat feature there. You can also find our past episodes, we record every Wednesday at 7pm Eastern Time, live on uh, streaming on our website and on the No Agenda stream, if you know how to get to that. We also like to run down our podcasts... Uh, the podcast of some of our uh, that we're fans of, or maybe we're friends our, with
0: friends our friends, our
1: friends, yeah, our neighbors, yeah, our neighbors on the No Agenda stream sometimes, and maybe just some friends. Uh, but I always like to read some of these, just give people an idea of what else is going on in the podcast world and our little uh, our little corner of it. Hog Story with uh, Fletcher and Carolyn had their episode three hundred sixty nine on was on Monday. It was entitled "Decent Debt Debt Perception." <laughs> Behind the Schemes podcast with Boobery and Lavash discussing the schemes and what's behind them. Uh, had episode one hundred seventy. Pick your knife up at the door. Ryan and uh, Bemrose and Darren O'Neill do Grumpy Old Bens. That was was that earlier today. I believe it was, but uh, I was, I think that it was uh, we got streamlining competences. So busy, like elbows deep in. Wow. So we can't hear cold acid, but he's talking to us. I'm just checking right now. It looks like uh, they did boosting bones last week. So this must be, though. Um, da, 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 da. Angry Tech News continuing with Ryan Bemrose. That's his solo show. It had episode 77, Whiz Factor. I did listen to that in the shower, as is my tradition. I always listen to Ryan Bemrose in the shower. It gets me cleaner. After bowl after bowl... After nice. bowl, after bowl. Uh, no, bowl after bowl with Lorien and Spencer. Um, you Let me get through this. Pew! Bowl after bowl with Lorian and Spencer had their episode 270. Okay. I Sell Them Dream. Uh, that was yesterday, I believe. And finally, Dad's Anime Podcast. Uh, we like to give them credit. They actually opened with a clip of us. Did you hear that? Cold acid may not be able to hear me right now. They actually opened with a clip of uh, Cold Ass and I discussing... Playing some stupid I can you... Um Dad's let me just read the title and then we'll get, move on. Uh they had episode 123, which I believe is not out yet, but uh somehow we've got a bootleg copy of this. Dad's manga council, Mew gets a new keyboard, Void is strange Void Stranger is game of the year. What's showing next season? And that's the title for their most recent episode. That's uh Cool Boy Mew, Dad, and Full Metal of uh Shipposter.club. And uh, if we're lucky, then we're just in time to reconnect with Cold Acid, who is having some kind of difficulty. Cold hello? Acid, are hello? you there? Hello, hello. Can you hear me? I can hear
0: you. Okay, good. Yeah, um, I was going to, I was going to say that, uh, I. Oh, that is. Uh, I saw something from Bemrose on the socials, and I thought. I thought the most recent episode had a different name, but I just checked the Angry Tech News site itself, and yeah, no, yeah, it is uh, episode seventy-seven, Whiz Factor. Yep. So
1: I don't know what I was seeing earlier today. You were seeing him complain about doing too much work, probably.
0: Yeah, but I mean that's every day with them. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, and yeah, it's not it's not so much that that I have a bootleg copy. It's that. It's that dad just takes several days after after getting the episode put together before he actually uploads it onto uh, onto their like podcasting service. It sounds like so. Work. At some point, at some point, I've got to get him hooked up with Podcast Generator. You know, after I get back to actually doing shit with Podcast Generator myself.
1: Mm. Yeah, I did listen to their. Um Episode before that, where they were talking about the One Piece live action movie, I was a little surprised. Uh, they didn't have the. the They didn't grill it the way that I kind of expected a live action Netflix, you know, anime adaptation. Uh, got some um, middle to positive reviews. Yeah. Ah, this is interesting. Um, good show. Uh, they actually cover anime, unlike some people think we're an anime show, and I have no idea why they think that. By,
0: by the way, Void Stranger is this game that is kind of like a sokoban-ish kind of game i ended i ended up i ended up buying it on muse suggestion this morning okay you enjoy it i haven't played it yet i haven't played it yet but
1: it looks interesting at least okay so it's like you moving boxes around and getting trapped in corners that kind of thing kinda okay i i like yes I, I haven't played Played it yet? Um, I was playing just what? random games. What are you laughing at? What? I, it's like it's like what? Can you hear me? Cold acid. Can you? Hear I can me? hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but you Hello? always you keep saying what, and you talk over me every single time. Oh, I don't know, man. Like
0: <laughs> it's it's kind of like it looks like it looks like uh black and white uh nes zelda okay i i I pasted into the chat a link to the store page okay oh stranger is a 2d suko band style puzzle game where every step counts i see yes yep that looks kind of fun very retro apparently it has a really good soundtrack uh, that's that's how I found out about it because I was I mentioned I mentioned that I was listening still to the soundtrack for this uh, for this other game that I got on Muse Advice and he suggested I listen to the soundtrack at this game and I was like well do they have the soundtrack available on Steam it turns out turns out no it's you you'd actually have to extract it from the game or or you know five finger discount download <laughs> the soundtrack that's been ripped out of the game uh, and so i have the game now and maybe the developers will actually update things so that there is a soundtrack that registers in steam under like the soundtrack options and as from my reading out the steamworks documentation that's not har- that's not really hard to do at all It's Mm -hmm. just that not everybody actually bothers doing it.
1: I was playing a game the other night that was just kind of cool. It was just on itch.io. It was a uh, browser-based game, but it was called Vampire No Survivors. And uh, I'll drop a link to that just while we're talking about games. And it was um, kind of almost like a little tower defense-y. It's kind of, you know, you're fighting waves of basically heroes, and you're the vampire in the... uh, in the graveyard trying to protect the coffins and you're spawning blobs and zombies and stuff that all go uh go attack them and getting upgrades it's a kind of fun little time waster and, uh, you see how long you can survive uh, before the heroes come and kill the last uh, undead i guess how do you kill something that's not alive this does seem pretty neat i'm gonna have to try this too yeah it has some nice graphics too um and i was a little surprised it's one of these it, it took me a while to figure out that what you're supposed to do is just hold down the button and spawn a shitload of uh, little minions but <laughs> very cool very very fun addictive little game little time waster yeah and you can see there's a little i, animation I see a lot
0: it. of people commenting like their their high scores
1: yeah it's a, a few people at least Yeah, it's a it's a really fun um, and unlike a lot of stuff that I've been playing on itch lately, it made me play more than like four or five rounds, usually a game um, that's up on the free section for web games on, you know, browser based games on uh, on uh, itch. You can get like a couple minutes out of it and then you learn the trick and you're done. So this one was actually challenging. So. Then I definitely have to give it a shot. No, it's it's a fun
0: and hopefully fun time. hopefully they'll provide uh, hopefully they'll provide a well actually no they have a Windows they have a Windows uh, download for it so maybe with a bit of work I can get it working on the Steam Deck. So long as it supports controller. Cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that'd be. I, I think it's really a left right mouse button kind of game. So ah. I know, it was probably not going to be. Perfect for the Steam Deck, but uh, who knows? Can always hope. Yeah. You got a last topic before we wrap this baby? I up? got, I got two.
0: I got two last topics and a short YouTube video. Okay. So first of all, first of all, because it's almost the end of the anime season, I have to do, as usual, a rundown of a few shows that I'm picking for the upcoming season, right? because I do this all the time. Now there's some shows that you're probably you might be interested in as well. Uh Spy x Family is is having a second season, that's happening.
1: Oh yeah. It's incredibly but, uh, popular show, so that's not surprising at all. It is,
0: and it's incredibly cute too, so. But anyway, my picks, my picks actually are Soso no Frieren, also known as and Beyond Journey's End, and this is this is a story of a elf mage uh several decades after the adventure she went in with the hero to s- defeat the demon king. So now now like uh the the party she was with they've pretty much all died or almost all died off, right? And and she's like just wandering around doing her thing. So you you're seeing like yeah, there there is life after the demon lord sort of thing, and it's it's actually really interesting. I've been reading the manga for as long as there have been uh, scans of it. Like as soon as as soon as I first saw it show up, I was like, "Yeah, let's give this a shot." And yeah, I, I was demolishing it. And Did you like, say the every name time one more a new time? chapter.
1: Sorry to interrupt. so
0: see- no free Freerin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, The next one, the next one that I've picked is Kusuri no Hitori Goto uh, in English, The Apothecary Diaries. And this is this is like a medical mystery uh, series uh, where the main character is the daughter of an apothecary who was sold as a servant to the emperor's palace in not China. Okay. yeah, so it's it's actually it's actually pretty interesting. It's got it's got uh, quite a few funny moments throughout as well. As it's, it's just really it's really well done the manga, and I'm hoping that the the series the anime is just as good. Uh, it originated as a light novel series as well that's continuing to be released, but I've not seen the light novels. I've just read the manga.
1: Okay, and this isn't Number anything th- like that. Uh, that the drugstore in another world show no
0: no it's not like that it's not, not an isekai or anything and there's at least at least not to my memory anything like magic or any of that any really fantasy sort of stuff it's like it is incredibly realistic okay so it's not stuff. it's Down not to like, having uh... like eunuchs and everything right wow and that is, that is like <laughs> the, the men who were castrated as children, not the operating system.
1: Okay, I thought maybe they had Emacs. No, they didn't have Emacs. Nope, they were just Emacs-ulated, because they didn't have Emacs. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, okay. Number three,
0: number three of my four is Potion de Nomi De Uh In English, I shall survive using potions. And this is a story of a of a young twenty something office lady who gets isekai'd as a lolly with the ability to make all sorts of uh, insanely powered potions, and so she is now wa- using using her abilities uh, and knowledge from the real world to survive in a world where, like you know, like. Not usually good things would happen to an unsupervised lolly potion maker.
1: Make yep. no strong. She, she's potion. making
0: potions, and it's 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 pretty funny. And the main character is uh, is pretty cute. Even if you even if you consider the fact that like in the show she's a she's a lolly. Remember that mentally she's still twenty two year old woman. She's just got a small body in this potion maker make me a strongest potion now the last the last one is like your typical cold acid bait it's Kaikenzumi uh, na kimito kiken zero na Origa, orski kai suru hanashi there is no english title at this point and it is it, it is a show where a gloomy social outcast is forced as a punishment game to ask out a gyaru and she says yes <laughs> okay. and and there of course you've got like the whole okay, okay here here's it's it's cold acid as a teenager going out with the most popular cutest girl in the school and so like i said it's cold acid bait it, <laughs> it's it's yet another fucking Uh, Gero X, uh, uh, loser, uh, fantasy fulfillment rom-com.
1: There's only one anime on here that, uh, I, I am attracted to in terms of, uh, the information we have about it. And, uh, the only reason that I'm, I'm interested in this is it's Studio Passion, which is a favorite Mm -hmm. of mine. They did a couple shows that were really, uh, really up my alley before. I haven't watched much since. Uh, I think they did a Higurashi um, uh, season that was fantastic. But uh, they're doing uh, two anime in 2023. And one of them, actually, they did two that was already, I, I skipped some of their stuff. But they have a new one that's coming out. And I might, it's, I don't even know anything about it. It just, uh, it said etchy and something else on it. And I said, well, okay, I'll give it a shot. It's uh, the only one made by Pashion. You'll have to find it on the list.
0: Siken Gakuen no Makin Tsukai. Yeah, that's it. Yes, the 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 reincarnated Dark Lord, right? Who who awakens as as a Shota, essentially. Yep, and then
1: goes and does stuff.
0: And of course, yes, he he is he is pampered by uh, a. Uh, one sand type girl right so now we know your fetish
1: <laughs> wow okay it is uh it looks like it could be fun an undead sorcerer. i guess Leonidas it, sound, it sounds death.
0: it sounds like something that i would have read like 10 or 20 chapters and then dropped it
1: yeah we'll see studio passion has been uh good in the past so that's what I was yeah. willing to check out. N- nothing else appealed to me at all. Uh, it looked like a lot of sequels and stuff that was missable.
0: Yeah, there's quite a few sequels. I never bother listing through the sequels I'm gonna watch. I just list the new stuff, right? Yep. Because yeah, there's a few sequels that I've picked out because I've been watching. I've been watching
1: them uh, already to date, right? <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, what do we have left for topics? You got another one? Yeah, I got. I got one more. So.
0: So you remember before I, when uh, when I was covering the the D and D stuff, right? Uh, Wizards of Coast was all like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna change our our licensing for D and D product and piss everybody off and alienate all the people providing third party content, right?" Yeah. So then then this month, Unity Technology turns over to Wizards of Coast <laughs> and says, "Hold my beer." You hear about this? Yeah,
1: yes, I've been following. Yeah, this. yeah,
0: Unity wants to, wants to charge developers and or publishers 20 cents for each installation of a of games made with it after after a threshold point. And never mind never mind the fact how many how many free games are put out there with Unity. Keep in mind that uh, there are a bunch of games uh, by companies that are owned by Microsoft and Disney and EA and Ubisoft that make games with Unity. And you can just like you can hear the lawyers salvating. Yeah. Right? So Unity Unity apologized with a with a bullshit statement saying like ang- like Concern and anguish, confusion and angst. Sorry, Unity has apologized for the confusion and angst. The
1: runtime fee policy. Oh, you're so stupid. You're confused. Is that what they said? Yeah.
0: Right. Like, like as I said, like wizards, wizards like lost a lot of goodwill when they tried that OGL 1.1 bullshit. And even even after releasing the D and D five. S R D under Creative Commons. They have they've earned barely, they haven't earned back barely any of the goodwill they've lost. And now, like Unity, you think they're going? You think they're going to recover uh, all the goodwill they've had from the indie community? No. Like some of the some of the bigger. Uh, indie games that were built on Unity, the developers are already saying, no, we're fucking switching engines. We're gonna we're gonna go and we're gonna use like I don't know, Unreal or make our own because this is fucking bullshit that you can't pull on us. Uh, in the EU, there's been uh, there's been looking into make, making laws there that would prevent these sort of like after-the-fact uh B2B deal changes, right? Like they they do not look too kindly on this sort of like Darth Vader, I have changed the agreement bullshit. Right? Oh yeah. And so yeah, I like I do not I do not see any way that Unity is going to is gonna get out of this one, even if they completely do a 180 on this policy and say, yeah, we're not gonna be doing this at all. Because now that they've at least tried it, remember remember when uh, Valve and Bethesda were going to try out uh, paid like paid workshop content, right? Like you could create your put your own content in the in the workshop for for Skyrim and then charge people money for it, and people lost their shit, right? It's it's worse than that.
1: I've been. Thinking, You know, Unity has an education branch where there's people who, um, it, it's not like a branch of the company, but they have an arm where they go out and try and get schools to teach Unity. And it's a common thing. I mean, anyone who does, uh, you know, Python has their thing. They want schools to do that. And, they, and everyone's would love to do that because it doesn't cost anything. Yeah, right? Microsoft,
0: giving out, uh, Microsoft giving out like gi- free licenses to... Yep. Uh, To all their software, so that the schools will teach like .NET and yep, I got my 2005
1: uh, Azure right video Visual Studio 2005 Student Edition. You know, free uh, or it was like ten bucks or something like that. And they gave away ISOs at the time for Office and for a bunch of other, so you could get like Word, Excel, and all that crap, and a bunch of other Microsoft products, including Windows licenses, and you could get them for like ten bucks if you were a student back in the day. I don't know if they do that anymore, but it, it's it's all a way to get people familiar with their, their product. Um, in kind of the computing, uh, engineering software uh, uh, area, you know, we've got simulation software trying to get the courses on numerical simulations to use their software as yeah, part of their it's curriculum. Like,
0: it's like education. You raise the kids on this stuff, and they never think of anything else. Yep.
1: So anyway, um, I, if I was an educator, I'd be thinking twice about Unity. Wait a minute. we Yeah, thought this but they're was not. Something... They're not
0: going to. The just as the educators never think twice about uh, about going with the Microsoft products because they're getting it for free or essentially free, and they don't care about uh, they don't care about the long term consequences. So long as students pay their tuition and they get their paychecks. Right?
1: I I do not believe that uh, Unity's clause are in nearly deep enough to avoid that. They 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 don't have the cloud of a Microsoft with a lobbying uh, agency that's really going to go people going to all these schools and telling the teachers no it's great and you know the way that on the t- math top, works. On can top do. of that,
0: there are, right? are plenty there is plenty of competition to Unity. Right, and, and like unreal. Unreal. You have to you have to give you have to give Epic a portion of your profits once you've hit a certain income threshold. Right, but you're able to you're able to use all the all the dev tools build your stuff absolutely free they'll give you support right uh there's there's a number of open source engines that are that are like on par with uh, unity or close to it at least like defold or godot right so yeah you're you're right they It's, uh, they're not locked in the same way that, say, Microsoft would be. Yep. And it... But, uh, but still, like, if you consider, like, Unity is still able to go out and essentially offer, essentially offer bribes to, to educators and administrators, right? To the administrators by saying, yeah, we can, we can make it that you guys don't have to go through this sort of stuff. If uh, if your students release games uh, through the school, right, and they go to they go to the teachers and say, "Hey, we've got all these resources and people you can talk to, and help you build your courses to to teach with," right? They still do that sort of stuff, and that sort of thing appeals to To the teachers and administrators, because the administrators see, hey, we don't need to spend so much because they're providing us all this stuff, and they're even providing training and everything, so we don't have to worry about any sort of costs for for us. A so- that's like secondary to software. Like we're talking total cost of ownership if here, I, right? If not I was just to- not just the software license, and the teachers, they're gonna go. Hey, you! You're gonna build the course for me, and I just have to teach it. Sweet shit! Let's I, go with
1: that. I don't buy that. I think if I was a teacher uh, who was talked into using Unity for uh, for course materials, I would be pissed because it just became inviable. And you know the students are gonna come in asking about this. It's yeah. I I just don't. Uh, and maybe maybe I, maybe I, maybe, net, I the way trust,
0: maybe I trust the. Uh, the post secondary education system less than you do. You're you're treating the
1: um I think you're treating the oh, Kerblings like
0: just, just just uh, came up with something in the chat. What if this is all fucking like a marketing ploy, this whole thing? well it's not a good one i mean,
1: no, it's not like, a good one but you know what they is, say any press is good press right yeah unless you're bud light man they're getting like yeah, unless people you're are bud dumping light. them fast <laughs> they, they they have more staying power in uh the games industry than they do in uh universities that's my i'm i'm looking at my orb right now
0: and you're pondering
1: because you're pondering this they have they have my my belief, based on what I know about the industry, which is just a little bit, is uh, they have much deeper claws in any company that's invested their own money in building a game more than like a course where it resets every semester. Like okay, you'd have to do the course materials, but it's not like you're investing all your money in this thing. You know, you could swap it out yeah. with open source if you want to. Just like they went from the you know you were talking about that Microsoft stuff. They even did that to Microsoft. Um, a lot of those classes object-oriented programming that used to be taught with c is being taught they even moved it to java for like two years and then they moved a lot of stuff to python at some of the places i went after i graduated but man you know yeah.
0: how it was for me when i was in high school i, I don't know if i've told this on the show before i i'm i've probably told this on uh, on oh. the socials but when i was in high school right when i was in high school they were supposed to teach uh c c Right. Uh, and they said, no, like, we're going to we're going to teach this hot new thing, Java, uh, because it's all it's all everybody's talking about now. And well, it works everywhere. That. Like, I I, I, <laughs> I was I was pissed off about it. And like, I pretty much didn't bother uh, going to class. In it, in like the second half of the uh, semester.
1: Mm. Oh, well. Have we arrived? I think we've, I think we've, uh, I think we've like hit all our points. Except I hit the wrong sound button, but now we've hit Arr! the right sound button. Oh, we got That's... a postgram before we go. Oh, shit.
0: We did. Yeah. And, and there was that other video as well, wasn't there? Well, let's just do the postgram. <laughs> no, this
1: video is like less than 40 seconds. All right, play it. We're over time already. Might as well play it.
0: Yeah, we're not over time by much. I mean, we got a we got a little bit of start late, late start, start late fucking stupid tongue to see. OK, uh, OK. Yeah, this booster grant that came in, it came in from Boo-Bury, Uh and uh, he sent in 17776 sats asking elbows deep in what? I'm not sure we kind of had a state fart here. Yeah, I, I was elbows deep in work bullshit which is why i missed any grumpy old bends that might have happened today yep. that's what that was about
1: yeah same i've been extremely busy all day i didn't get to listen to anything live yep. and i won't for a, for a little while <laughs> so we'll see and now may i
0: introduce you to waters the emu waters
1: the hey. emu hey the what the fuck you're, bird, bro. you're walking a fucking ostrich, you cunt
2: it's a fucking emu, yeah. <laughs> it's an emu. <laughs> Let's have a look at it, It's a fucking emu, man. This is a beauty, isn't she? It's you? an he. Oh, is it? <laughs> His name's Waters. You're fucked up, He's you, man. You're fucked up, you, man. Fuck mate. off. <laughs> oh, jeez. Fucking
1: nickel, man. Did you know RFK it Jr. It is an emu. <laughs> Hold huh? acid. Did you know RFK Jr. owned an emu? An emu? No, I didn't. He did. He did, and uh, it liked him, and it hated his, everyone else. <laughs> so his emu was also an asshole. His emu was also an asshole. Uh, and I'm trying to remember what the name was. Uh, he was talking about it on some comedy podcast. I can't remember what it was, but they they brought it on because his um, uh, Cheryl Hines, uh, who's his his wife uh was she's a actress comedian and she was taught but she was basically on a podcast and he was the tag (laughs) along and he's talking about his emu and it's really this funny uh funny scenario i can't remember what show it was some uh the guy from mad tv whatever his name was anyway uh that's all i got (laughs) you can hear about rfk jr's emu if you want Oh man. We are over time. Really big shoe. We are over time. We only started like five minutes late, I think, so. Oh,
0: okay. Well like 20 minute 20 minutes extra. It's a bonus for the listeners.
1: Until next time, I'm April Kirby. I'm cold acid. Stay fruity, boys.
2: Adios! I had a good woman. but you lay down, honey and die. Oh, I had a good woman. When she laid down and died. Don't you know what everybody tell me? She wasn't satisfied.